Hello and welcome to another episode of Words With Myself. I, like so many others, often speak about relinquishing control. And I've often wondered about how to put that into practice. Because as a theory and as a concept, it's something that we can understand that we are not in control and therefore fighting for control and trying to remain in control is futile. Yet, as humans, we believe and to some degree can control some of the variables. We may have convinced ourselves that we've actually gotten really good at this and we control many of the variables, but no matter how many single elements we control, there are many things that are outside of our control. Things like natural disasters, unpredicted events, the actions of others, opinions of others. There are many things that we can't control, no matter how hard we might try, and no matter how much we convince ourselves that we can control them. Ultimately, we can't. And we end up in this sort of half state of half controlling some variables and half just hoping for the best. And yet, I find that when I do manage to do this relinquishing the control and trusting in the universe, I find that despite less elements being in my control, I actually worry less. I'm less concerned because trust has taken the place of trying to control the situation. And the more you're trying to control the situation, the more you are aware of the amount of things you cannot control. And this is where anxiety comes in, where we're trying to control as many variables as possible, but we are unable, and through our awareness, we can see all of the things that we cannot control, all of the things that are outside of our control. For instance, if you were studying for an important test, you would know that you can control the time before the test. You can control how much you study, how much time and attention you pay to the materials before the test. But you cannot control which questions come up on the day. You cannot control what mood the person is going to be and who is marking your exam. All you can really control is yourself, your own efforts, your own intentions, your behavior, your actions. These are things that you can control. But herein lies the problem, is that because we can control certain parts of ourselves, we feel like we can guarantee an outcome. Like, if I study really hard, I am guaranteed to pass. And yet, freak accidents could occur. Maybe your test paper gets lost on the way. Maybe you end up being ill the day before and it affects your performance. Maybe the person marking your test just doesn't like you or is in a really bad mood and is being really particular and ends up marking you down on many of the questions and you don't get the grade that you want. So we can't guarantee the outcome. But what does this mean? Does this mean we don't put effort in? Does this mean we don't try? We don't study? We don't, you know, put our best effort in to trying to achieve something? No, of course not. Why? Because you're playing a game of probability. You're trying to increase the likelihood of a certain event. But what happens is we become obsessed with this process of control. 
of trying to control all of the variables to guarantee the outcome when the outcome can never be guaranteed. There's really only one outcome that can categorically, definitively be guaranteed, and that is eventually someday you're going to die. That's really the only outcome that you can be certain of is the impermanence of things. I mean, you may think that you're walking into that test center ready to take your test, having done everything possible in order to be successful, and you get hit by a car before the test. So we know that the outcome cannot be guaranteed. And we know that we want to increase the likelihood of this happening without trying to control the situation, without trying to guarantee an outcome by controlling as many variables as possible. So what can we do about this? What is the solution? Well, a practical answer is to worry about the things that you can control and let go of the things that you cannot. You cannot control people's perceptions of you or what the events of the day might occur or guarantee a specific result. But you can control the amount of effort you put into something, the amount of love you put out, the amount of love you give yourself. These are things that you can control within yourself. And when you let go of these things that you cannot control, you give yourself so much more bandwidth, attention span and freedom to control the things that you are within your control. Take accountability of what you can change and let go of the things that you cannot change. And finally, the last step, which for me is the absolute hardest step, which is to surrender. To let go and surrender. To accept that you are not in control of the situation. That you can only control certain elements and do your best. And the result, the outcome, the on the day, whatever it might be, that is not for you to decide. If you are meant to pass the test, then you will. If you are meant to try again and it teach you to learn the knowledge more in depth, then you will. If you're meant to die, you will die. If you're meant to survive, you'll survive. If you're meant to live, you will live. And you can't change this. All you can do is surrender to the idea that it is out of your control. That ultimately there is nothing you can do about it. So fighting against it and trying to swim upstream is just wearing you out. It's not providing you any value. The water is going to carry you. You are going to go down the stream of life and you can choose whether you float or whether you swim against it and get swept away. Those are your options. You can either relax, lay back, float downstream and take in all the sights and the smells and the sounds and enjoy life as the journey it is. Or you can thrash about, splashing around and making a mess, trying to decide that you don't want to go this way when there's really nothing you can do about it. And I remember when I was in Zanzibar for my brother's wedding last year and I was learning to sail and it struck me as really fascinating that you can only really sail when nature permits. Like when the wind is flowing, then you can sail and you can only sail in certain directions and you have to learn to work with the wind in order to get to where you're going. But if the wind stops, then you're dead in the water. That's <laughs> that's your lot. Like, you're not moving. 
And I find that really interesting that I think that's how life is. You know, you can stick your sail up and waggle it around, but if the wind's not blowing, it's not blowing. And if you're trying to catch an angle that you're not meant to be going down or, you know, you're, you're trying to pick a path and run down it, but it's not being facilitated, then you need to change angle. You need to maneuver yourself into a different position. And maybe instead of trying to fight against your life and trying to push for all of these things that might not even be meant for you, because I've also found that sometimes life will give you what you want. Like you, it may put up a bit of resistance and the universe will go, you know, I don't really think you want this. I don't really think you want this. And then you keep pushing and keep pushing. It goes, okay, then you're allowed to have it, like, give it a go and see what it's like, and then you end up hating it, (laughs) and, you know, you think, oh, God, after all I've been through, all of these things I've overcome, and I don't even want this, I don't enjoy it, and then the universe is like, well, we tried to warn you, we tried to stop this from happening, but you were so persistent that we listened and we made it happen for you, just so you could see that this wasn't the path you were meant to be going down, this wasn't what was meant for you, And sometimes that's what it takes. Sometimes you have to do the wrong thing in order to know the right thing. And there's nothing wrong with making those kinds of mistakes. I think that we all have to make them in order to find our path. Sometimes finding your path can sometimes be a case of the process of elimination. That you have to try a bunch of things and then decide what you don't want in order to find out what you really do want. But ultimately, a lot of us have convinced ourselves that life has to be difficult that it has to be this struggle or this process of fighting for what we want. When when you're doing the right thing, it's my experience that everything is kind of facilitated for you. Like, the universe provides and things click in place when you're doing the right thing. Of course, it's not easy. Nothing worth doing is easy. But you may find yourself coming up against something incredibly difficult. Like, for example, you have to get a bunch of things done in the day and you find that you're having to drive here, there, and everywhere to get it done, yet you're always hitting green traffic lights, and you're thinking, I never hit green traffic lights, and now I've hit every single one of them. And just little ways this universe shows you that you're on the right path, you're doing the right thing, and these little ways it helps you so that you're struggling, and you feel like you're doing something difficult, but you know you're not alone, you know, there is a force that is driving you, that is helping you, that is showing you that this is ultimately going to be worth it, and that the effort that you're putting in is not wasted, it is being recognized by the universe, and the universe is reflecting that back, and saying, hey, we see you struggling, we see you working towards this thing, let me show you that it's worthwhile, let me show you that we are here with you, and when you start to recognize these signs and notice them, it becomes easier to surrender because your awareness is now not on control but on signs that you are going in the right direction. And the more you relax and surrender into this and trust the universe, the more signs you'll notice. The more things that you will pick up on that are, this is actually, I'm being met with resistance or I am being met with encouragement. But if you are constantly trying to fight to control the variables, if you're constantly in that kind of war with yourself to get as many things under your reign as possible, then you're not going to notice what the universe is suggesting because you're busy trying to do your own thing. 
you're busy trying to feel like you have the right idea, you know what's best. And if there's one thing I've learned is that I don't know best. <laughs> I've thought many times that I thought I knew what was right for me or what was best for me, when a lot of the time what was best for me was to surrender to life and to see where life takes me rather than fighting to run in a certain direction headfirst and hitting many, many walls. But then again, that was what I had to go through in order to learn the art of surrendering, the art of letting go of control. That was how I had to learn that, was to not surrender many times, to fight against life and learn that Every time I fought against life, I lost. And even when I thought that I had won, I realised that I still lost. Because I had won the battle, but not the war. So, when you find yourself in a position where you're worried or anxious or concerned that something isn't going to go your way, know that if it doesn't go your way, it's not meant for you. And if it is meant for you, it will go your way. And... To let go of the need to feel like you have to control everything. And trust that what is meant to happen will happen. Thank you for listening.